Everybody, we thank you for joining us here on Sunday School Bonanza, getting you gospel doctrine ready, whether you can go to class or whether you need a refresher so that you go in there and actually have something to say in the lesson rather than playing words with friends on your tablet. So we're on lesson 32 this week. It's called To Seal the Testimony. We're talking about the martyrdom. And who better than to bring this in than the much lauded manager and creator of Leading LDS. Once again, we're joined by Kurt Frankham. Hi, Kurt. Thank you for having me back again. You know, I was nervous the first time. You not call my number, but here I am again. So I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun last we time. We let him come back, everybody. Nice. I thought about not doing it, but then I was in a bind. No, but uh, <laughs> Kurt does great work. And of course, you can go to leadingLDS.com and talk about leadership in the church and what that means. And we, we hope you'll do that. Definitely. We consider Leading LDS one of the, the better friends of the twin, in the twin family. So we hope you'll check it out. All right. The martyrdom. I don't even know where to begin. This is a very interesting lesson. I mean, so we're just going to talk about, it leads off, I think Kurt was going to talk about this, sort of how how the martyrdom happened, what went down. Yeah, and, you know, I just want to say, as far as martyrdom goes, you know, it just, um, as the title of the lesson, to seal the testimony, it is such an appropriate seal of, of such an amazing prophet that lived in the latter days you know, and I would imagine, what if you know, what if the martyr didn't happen, and and maybe you know Joseph Smith lived to a ripe old age like Brigham Young did, and, yeah. and sure he would have been an amazing prophet. It would have been amazing to have such long history of you know what he said, what he taught, and so forth. But the fact that you know he did die, that he was willing to die, just takes it to even further as a testament of from him that everything that he said was absolutely from his own uh, perspective and accord and mm-hmm. and that it that he believed every ounce of it and uh and so going through the martyrdom you know obviously being at the uh, Carthage jail the famous Carthage jail I've been there and it's uh well worth your vacation time uh is it a and is it a tour with like elderly missionaries kind of yeah or is it, or is it, is it kind of like Sacred Grove, Sister Missionaries, whatever? Just no, no. They, it's definitely not. A, from what I remember, anyways, it's not not a self guided tour. I mean, they have a missionary yeah. uh, take you up there, and then uh, think you know rooms are roped off and and so forth. But they right. do have a separate visitor center that's, I guess, more of a self guided tour. And is it? But is it? It's a reconstruction, right? Um, the original well, it's definitely it's all, all, always been there. It's not reconstructed like many of the others, from what I understand. I may be wrong, okay. but um, it was a house at one time, like after a jail, and they have these pictures of like people living there, and the door is still there with a hole in it, and it's uh, it's it's wow. remarkable. So cool. So, anyways, uh, I guess the the lesson doesn't give too much as far as uh, what what got him there. Um, but obviously, with the uh, you know the opposition was just coming to a head at that point, uh, right? Uh, of the church, and and then he's found with uh, John Taylor and Willard Richards um, in the Carthage jail, and now of course Hiram, his brother, um, is there as well. So, um, anyway, is that a good synopsis? I don't know if I'm missing. I, keep I love it. Right. It's great. <laughs> So, so we had all of them there. We had, uh, yeah, everybody's in the martyrdom. And then the martyrdom happened when, of course, everyone stormed, muskets everywhere. Uh, Hiram was the first one to get hit. And then, uh, you know, that John Taylor was hit. He was with them as well. But he rolled over quickly and got under a bed and managed to actually survive his wounds, which I believe, wasn't that also prophesied by Joseph Smith? Yeah. So uh, in Did the lesson, he? Um, well, he, he gives a, a promise to 
Willard Richards as well. He gave one to Willard Richards, but yeah, I think for he gave one to John, John Taylor. Taylor I'm not sure, but you know, Willard Richards get in this lesson it goes through Willard Richards' account, and uh, he was promised that. Uh, let's see, do you have that quote in front of you? I'm trying to find it. I should have. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Let me find it right here. It's uh, it's down near the bottom. Very, very cool. So, uh, Elder Willard Richards received a prophecy from Joseph Smith. You can find this in History of the Church six six one nine six nineteen. Uh, and the prophet said that, quote, the time would come that the balls would fly around him like hail and he should see his friends fall on the le- on the right and on the left, but that there should not be a hole in his garment, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. And this was well before this incident. And, you saw that. Yeah. And from what John, I John Taylor survived. Oh, go, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, John, yeah, John Taylor survived his wounds. And of course, right. uh, Hiram and Joseph were killed. Right. And from what and I Willard understand, Richards, Willard Richards wasn't necessarily your, your typical lean man at, at that time. I think, uh, you know, for a man that uh, was maybe the easiest target to, you know, he it, having this prophecy of saying he wouldn't be, uh, he wouldn't have a hole in his, in his uh, clothes is, is pretty powerful. Um, and he gives, this lesson goes through his account of what happened during the yeah. martyrdom and so forth. And, you know, one kind of off-the-wall uh, reference, uh, the Mormon Channel did an interview um, with some some members of the church history department, and they go through different myths that are out there in the church, uh, everything from, you know, the uh, Brigham Young not putting, you know, leaving these empty shafts in the, in, the ele- or in the Salt Lake Temple for elevators, when in reality there were elevators back then and so forth. And then... Um, right, right. And then they talk about this, uh, the martyrdom, where uh, John Taylor's watch is known, and even mentions in Willard Richards' account that a bullet hit the watch when he goes to the um, goes to the window when he gets shot. And I guess they've had all sorts of research done on the forensics. They had some forensics people come in and really study this as far as what a bullet wow. would do to a watch. And it they've concluded that. Um, that simply just didn't happen, and the the hardest part about that myth is that John Taylor uh, started it. And anyways, it's worth a, to to <laughs> to uh, check out on the Mormon Channel. I think it's on the Legacy program about myths. Um, and who knows? I mean, what happened? Because it is a cool story or whatever. But they anticipate it broke when he ran to the window, leaned on the seal, and and kind of pushed the broke the watch at that time. But. I like that we're sort of owning up to some of those things in that way too. Our, our own channel is trying to debunk Mormon yeah. legends yeah. and stuff because they're they're great stories without these things. I mean, we don't need to you know yeah. to, to to take them to any more of a of a fairy tale by any means. I mean, these are this was an amazing experience, uh, that uh, tragic experience as well, obviously. Um, but it's kind of right. interesting to learn those things um, as far as what really happened and so forth. Well, and the, the amazing things to think about, to digress a little bit, to think about the fact that John Taylor survived this. This is way back in, you know, the 1840s. 1840s. I'm very bad with my years. But, um, thank you. But, um, to think about this, decades and decades later, John Taylor was president of the church. He dedicated the Logan Temple, which still stands today. He did all sorts of, of remarkable things. And it's amazing to think what could have happened if he hadn't survived. It would have been just very different. It's just really remarkable to think that yeah. this one incident, that he was right there with Joseph Smith. You think you think of a president of the church who lived, you know, until uh, 1887, and that that man was right there with Joseph Smith when it happened. And, That's pretty yeah, amazing. And what, and what purpose it had, and I don't know if I'm jumping us too far ahead, but as he went on to, uh, you know, pen section 135, I believe it is. Uh, sure, yeah, he did. Where he talks about 
uh, you know, Joseph Smith and, um, you know, the the benefit that we received from Joseph Smith and that he was, man, I lost the verbiage right in front of me, but, you know, no, yeah, save well, no. only Joseph, Jesus Christ. So. Yeah, Joseph Smith, the prophet and seer of the Lord, has done more save Jesus only for the salvation of men in this world than any other man that ever lived in it. Yeah. That's what he said. I might as well read the rest of this first. It's great. Yeah. It says, in the short space of 20 years, he brought forth the Book of Mormon, which he translated by the gift and power of God, and has been the means of publishing it on two continents, has sent the fullness of the everlasting gospel, which it contained to the four quarters of the earth, has brought forth the revelations and commandments, which composed this Book of Doctrine and Covenants, and many other wise documents and instructions for the benefit of the children of men, gathered many thousands of the Latter-day Saints, founded a great city, and left a fame and name that cannot be slain. He lived great and died great in the eyes of God and his people, and like most of the Lord's anointed in ancient times, has sealed his mission and his works with his own blood. And so has his brother Hiram. In life they were not divided, and in death they were not separated. Yeah. So that's that really famous verse right. in section 135. And, and this is another testament of, of uh, you know, John Taylor surviving. Is Imagine if everybody just died you know, in the martyrdom, and we wouldn't have that perspective to truly know what happened and and so yeah. forth. And yeah. so, John Taylor, as you've, even a few weeks ago, and um, has talked about Parley P. Pratt and converting John Taylor. And, and John Taylor, I mean, he had such purpose and uh, a plan in place from not only becoming the prophet, but also testifying right. of the martyrdom and, and writing this yeah. the, these verses and so forth. It's remarkable. So let's talk about some of the things that Joseph Smith, that, that changed because of Joseph Smith, or what was restored or revealed yeah. in that sense. This is sort of where the lesson goes after this. It's, it's more. It's almost just listing these things off to talk about them. But, but I love it. Uh, truths about the Godhead. I'm passionate about this. To actually realize that it, it's still in this day is a novel concept to many. To think of God and Jesus Christ as distinct individuals. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's an amazing thing that just happened in the first vision. And you know the great things we talk about in the first vision account are you know none of the churches are true. Here's the true church. And so often we overlook the fact that there it was. Yeah. Veritable proof of two distinct yeah, there beings. Were two people there. Like not that that was the, Which is the awesome. content of the, their discussion, but the fact that there were two separate uh, beings is is remarkable. Yeah, and then answer just that's a massive question, and it's still I think as Latter Day Saints, of course, it it confuses us that others wouldn't see wouldn't feel this way, but I think anyone in any religion is confused why other people don't agree with them. But uh, you know, how can you, I, you read scriptural accounts in the Old Testament and the New Testament and everything and not see the distinction within the Godhead yeah. of individuals. I think it's, and it's just, and I love seeing that play out in modern times, how true we know that is. It's just awesome. Yeah, for sure. I think it looks like he goes on to, it talks about the priesthood. Uh, I'd like to, a few weeks ago, Al, when Al was on Sunday School Bonanza, he, he references that it wasn't necessarily Joseph Smith that restored the gospel. It was restoring the priesthood, and then the priesthood restored the gospel. You know, I thought that was a good perspective. Okay. And That is a good perspective. And, uh, and so that's one of the the one items on this list here of, of the authority of the priest. It's such a pivotal doctrine that had to be restored in order for him to restore so many other things. Yeah. And then we get some vital stuff, like referencing section 76, which is a whopper, and the book of Abraham, of course, like truths about our origin, our relationship to God. Um, stuff like this could be the fact that we are literally spirit children of God and really understanding the preexistence that we lived with him, that we didn't just show up. Uh, that we had a whole plan before us, 
And that's huge. I mean, these are, these are incredibly important verses that teach us remarkable things. And it's, it's great to think about this because we have the Bible and the Book of Mormon, which we lean on so much. But if you think about restoring the gospel without the Doctrine and Covenants or having the church without the Doctrine and Covenants, yeah. I mean, that's a, a gigantic chunk of vital modern revelation that we would not have. And so it's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, Section 76, uh, you know, so much truth comes out of that. Uh, doctrinal doctrinal truth out of that section. It's remarkable. So, yeah. and then of course we have scriptures. We got more scriptures. I don't really need to elaborate. I just kind of said that anyway. So there we go. <laughs> scriptures. And the final ones here. Let's see. Here. We have salvation of the dead. Oh. The truth. That's a huge truth one. about plan of salvation. I mean that. You, you know the missionaries. Uh, the full time missionaries go around just talking and just talking about the plan of salvation, and it just captivates the you know the human nature in all of us is where did i come from why am i here where am i going um you know that's had such impact on on the truths we know today yeah and i really saw that a lot of the time i think in uh some older church videos they don't do as much nowadays but very much that stuff why am i here where am i going? right those, <laughs> the very 80s videos those were great um and lastly one of the biggest ones of course temples I mean, the fact that we have modern-day temple, which is built upon temple work in the ancient era of the tabernacle, and the Temple of Solomon, and these things, that is incredible and awesome to me. And something I love personally so much in the gospel is realizing how much we pull from the Old Testament. And a lot of modern-day Christianity kind of tries to just not pay a lot of attention to the Old Testament. And I think that, especially through Joseph Smith, we really see how the... Book of Mormon reinforces the Bible, how the New Testament's built upon the Old Testament, and how it really all comes together. And you see that in no better place than the temple. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You see these ordinances that are rooted in ancient stuff, uh, but great covenants, promises, instruction, illumination, and all that came through Joseph Smith. And I'm grateful that he was, you know, he was able to live, I believe, you know, obviously for the, the restoration of all temple blessings. You know, different stages they came, but there they were. Yeah. Um, he didn't live to see a single temple that actually stuck around, unfortunately, and served its full purpose. But, uh, yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, and, and from a Sunday school teacher perspective, uh, there's some sweet videos to use during this that they have listed on the, on the right that could really make it a engaging lesson. But, um, the church has done awesome highlighting his life and, and making sure we understand his purpose and so forth. Um, and I love the Joseph Smith movie personally. <laughs> it's a good one. So, have you seen the, the, the new version of it? You know, they changed it a couple of years the, ago. Uh, is this the restoration one they show at uh, Legacy Theater? Or? Yeah, yeah, the longer one, okay. the one that's like an hour long. There was the original cut, and then they recut the whole film. Huh. And, and that one currently plays at the various the Legacy Theater and uh, Visitor Centers. Yeah. And the old one, I think you can still find on YouTube. Huh. Like, the church puts it out. But it's funny because it's a totally different cut. And they actually have it um, from the perspective of Joseph Smith's mother. And this is all original footage. It's sure. just they recut it to do something totally I guess different. I'll, they cut out that I whole, need to go back. Check it out. You should. They, they cut out the entire subplot of uh, you know the father and daughter traveling from England on the riverboat, uh, yes. which is sort of the narrative device. Yes. It's gone. Huh. Not even there. Well, but, one last thing I want to say, uh, Jeff, on, on, in regards to Joseph sure. Smith and this lesson is um, a few years back, you know, I... I uh, I was called as, as a bishop when I was 28, and it, as we talked to before, you know, it's not by any reason, by anything special. It just 
the dynamic of the ward and the geograph or the demographics of the ward. That's just the way it, it worked out. But I remember you can just say it. you're you're the only white guy. You can say it. <laughs> no, um, but I remember moments of just thinking like, man, you know, at the end of the day, I am just a punk. 29 year old like i don't know what i'm doing and here i am the people are turning to me for marital advice for welfare help and so forth and um i remember being guided to the to the life of joseph smith and and especially to you know i think he died when he was 38 i want to say um yeah and you look at all these things he he's done and, and what he brought forth and i remember reading about zion's camp and thinking he was a 29 year old that was doing this and, you know, now in the modern day church, we just see these leaders, you know, in the 12 that are so, uh, you know, that are older, that are distinguished, that have this amazing life that they can draw from. And at the end of the day, Joseph Smith, he was just this 20, 30 year old that was inspired, but was doing his best to figure it out. And to think, to look back and, and all these things that brought were brought forth because of it is, is uh, remarkable. That's awesome. And perfectly said. And yeah, I would be blown away. I would, I can't even imagine being in your shoes because i would feel the exact same way just like what do i do are you serious heavenly father this is proof yeah. of modern revelation because anyone who knows better would not put me in this position right. but uh, yeah, yeah i definitely feel that so what, what a great man so this is of course well we'll get to that so kurt we thank you for being here yeah and uh, anytime great for you to take the time to do it go find him on leading lds follow his various posts podcasts things that they do find us of course at thisweekinmormons.com and on itunes youtube facebook twitter Blah, blah, blah. But we love it when you shoot us an email at contact at thisweekinmormons.com. And we like to hear how we're doing. I kid you not, we've received some incredible emails about Sunday School Bonanza in the past. So I hope you know that we really appreciate it. Um, everyone, this is Lesson 32. It's called To Seal the Testimony, all about the Prophet Joseph. Definitely give it a read. You'll be better off that you do. We once again thank Kurt Franken for being here. And this has been Sunday School Bonanza by This Week in Mormons. Have a great Sunday, folks. Bye-bye.